0: Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up. you my radio. It's Paul and Woody for McDonald's. The Monopoly game is back at Macca's and one in five instantly win.
1: Rebecca Judd, better look out then. Oh, yeah. I know that you've got her in your sights again today.
2: Well, if, if you thought that I felt sorry for her yesterday when she had to do a few stopovers on the way to Ireland. Well, she
1: said she was sitting in her own filth.
2: She was stinky, apparently.
1: For over 30 hours, because she was travelling around the world for postcards, the TV
2: show. And we knew that she had it tough, but wait until we start talking about her feet. She said some foot issues, Woody. Oh, God. Uh, Could I thank Gary (laughs) on the Facebook? Oh, don't call it the Facebook. Who said that I was wrong yesterday when I suggested that Carlton was the team that had waited for a flag for the second longest period of time.
1: Okay, who is yeah, it? You're the
2: third longest. All right. So it Melbourne makes me feel like
1: crap, but <laughs> yeah. No, Thanks, this should make Gary. you feel a bit better. Right, doesn't actually...
2: Melbourne's waited 53 years. Yeah. The Saints have waited 51 years and Carlton's on 22. Great. So Again, still feeling like crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and interestingly enough, because Adelaide lost the grand final, they're in fourth place going by that ladder, because they've oh. waited 19 years. Isn't that bizarre? Wow. It seems like Adelaide won those two on the trot only a couple of years ago, but it's been 19 years.
1: We are going to be letting you know what Man V Dog is all about coming up. Yeah, I'd be interested to know. But it is a, I think it's a world radio first, to be honest. Is it? And it's going to be happening here in Hobart. Okay,
2: uh, but coming up next, we've got to talk about an Australian NBA player's todger because oh. it's the talk of the town in Boston this morning. An Australian that has just picked up the basketball for the first time in the NBA, and apparently he's got quite the package.
1: State past six on Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. You said that we would all...
0: This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 11 past 6, Sun Hobart's hit 100.9,
1: Paul and Woody top of 12 with showers today. Australia,
2: for a while now, have been in search of an international sportsman or sportswoman that we can be proud of, because we've been burnt by Nick Kyrgios, we've been burnt by Bernard Tommy. <laughs> okay? Even to an extent, when blokes like Warning have played out, mm-hmm. we've had to be very careful with what we've said. And then I finally thought that we'd managed to find one. Someone that we could all get behind that was performing on an international stage sports-wise. And I want to introduce you to a bloke by the name of Aaron Baines. Aaron spelt with one A. Aaron. Aaron Baines. He's 30 years old. He's a boomer, so he plays Australian basketball. And finally he's gotten his chance to pull on an... NBA singlet. That's,
1: that's a big This gift. is great There's stuff. There's nothing bigger. Yeah,
2: this is great stuff, okay?
1: And very hard to break into. Oh,
2: well, even our because... best basketballer of all time, Andrew Gay, spent yeah. a lot of time on the Pine when he went over there.
1: Oh, and you think that it's almost like a cult over there, basketball oh, in America. It
2: is. So this bloke has managed to end up on the list at the Boston Celtics, and... They have some preseason games, which is a little bit like the AFL preseason where Except the, people actually go to theirs. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> they play at smaller venues. Yeah. So they're playing it in Boston over the weekend. And I'm not too sure if you're aware of this, but the NBA do this better than anyone else. Reporters are allowed anywhere. Full access.
1: What? Like, so just reporters wandering...
2: Yeah, they're in the change room. I've had mates that have done a little bit of journalism here in Australia. And they go over to the US, and just for a bit of fun, they get accreditation, and they get to go and see a whole lot of basketball, and they get to interview some of the big-name players, and then they sell their stories to newspapers over here as what? freelancers.
1: So, you're telling me that, like, say, at the AFL Grand Final, you could yep. just be wandering around with Jack yep,
2: change room in the change rooms afterwards, if you've got your accreditation, really oh. chilled-out vibe. Uh, that's why the NBA are a marketing machine. God. That's why in a country like Australia where we really don't even watch the NBA to any great extent unless you've got Foxtel, you can walk up any city street and see kids wearing NBA singlets. <sighs> so because of this access, some of the reporters overnight have managed to catch up with Aaron Baines, this new Australian powerhouse. He's a big ginger bloke. He's like the guy from Game of Thrones that's <laughs> in love with Brienne of Tarth or yeah. whatever her name is. Okay, so one of the reporters has actually wandered into the shower area and spotted Aaron Baines with the full kit off, and he's told national television there in the US about how big his uh, old fella is.
3: You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I deliber- took a look at Baines
2: in the shower.
1: So deliberately, yeah,
2: yeah. He went out to look. This bloke by the name of Tommy Heinson of the Boston Broadcasting Association, covering the NBA practice match. He looks like all of Australia. He is really put
1: together. He's a peeping Tom. He is.
2: Peeping Tommy. <laughs> so he's caught a glimpse. Yeah. And he hasn't just left it at that.
1: Oh my god. Because just debuted, like.
2: <laughs> Once the game has completed he's gone on to award Aaron Baines what he calls the Tommy Award
1: Oh no, don't.
2: For being best on court. And has also gone on to talk about how big the guy is.
1: Is that a separate award? Well, I'm not... Is it like a lineup? I haven't
2: got his stats. I mean, I'm hoping to see that this bloke got a triple-double or something. For all we know, this guy might not have even touched the ball. (laughs) But old peepin' Tommy has given him the silverware because he's as big as Australia down there. Now, I hope for the health of Aaron Baines when he said he's sort of like all of Australia... It's more to do with size than shape, because if we're talking that sort of shape, Ouch. I'd be seeing a doctor. <laughs>
0: yes, Paul and Woody. 100. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.
1: 100.9 with 12 the top and some showers today. I feel like my body's in shock. Yeah. Because it was 19. I got the shorts out, Paul. I know. And the lily whites. I even shaved my legs. You didn't. For the first time in months. That's great. Um, Did you shave your, your back as well? Oh, that's funny. What? Hmm. Are we really going to be doing this? Mum, would you just you? How, and even if I did have a hairy back, how would I shave it? Like, do you think I have a scrubbing brush? Like, that's no, kind of long... you
2: get a um. Yes, Paul. You get a big razor and you gaffer tape it to the end of a thirty-centimeter ruler. My my neighbour does it.
1: Really? Mm, and some Ross. of your ex girlfriend <laughs>
2: You can see him out in the backyard sometimes. Although he just, he, he shakes it off the razor, and I thought he had rats. <laughs> <laughs> now, he wouldn't mind me saying that. He's got a good sense of humor, Stavros.
0: Oh, yeah, until he brings his cousins around. <laughs> <laughs> we got tickets to the movies in 10. Let's go! This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Trending now at hit.com.au. But-
1: P42. Kick back with a gin and tonic waterside or enjoy a glass from their large and eclectic wine list.
2: Don't mind if I do.
1: Okay, not. Go, 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 go,
2: go. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Chris Hemsworth sitting down with Carl Stefanovic and saying that he thinks, for the sake of his career, he's going to have to give up on the four roles and play a few roles where he looks like a fool?
1: Oh, really?
2: Apparently, he got some words of wisdom from Mark Ruffalo, who plays the Hulk. And he has said... Mark was like, it's got to feel scary, man. It's got to scare the... "Hmm," out of you. I want to see you do something where you're not in control. Don't play it safe. Don't stick to your one thing.
1: Sometimes I think you should stick to what you're good at, though. Like, for you, you should just... I was going to say radio, but that's not even it. Not acting, not singing, not... Hand them Want a bit of a TV? Not TV.
2: Did we? Did you say radio?
1: No, not radio. What
2: about the writing? I do the writing in the paper.
1: Ray, right, I do the writing in the paper.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, you do all right at that.
2: Okay. Yeah. So what am I sticking to? But don't to? you have
1: a ghost writer?
2: Yeah, of course. <laughs> Erica <laughs> bit
3: Trending. I
2: say, hey, hey, Eric, can you write the opposite of what you think about this? And then i put it in the paper under my name. <laughs>
1: Kendall Jenner has broken down and it's. Oh, no. It's pretty emotional, I'm going to mm, say. Okay. It's over her Pepsi commercial. Oh, no. Now, do you yeah. remember the Pepsi commercial that ended oh, up getting banned? Of course.
2: I thought it was like a documentary. Yeah. I think that she put an end to a race riot by cracking open a can of Pepsi and just handing it to not only the protesters but also the police.
1: And it was a lot of controversy at the time. It was mm. so controversial. This is what she had to say about it. You know,
0: but I just wish that you could see that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. Yeah. And that it will be okay if you're just, like, honest and open. Mm-hmm.
3: I would never purposely hurt someone, ever. And I would obviously, if I knew that this was going to be the outcome, like, I would have never done something like this, but you... You don't know when you're in the moment, and like
2: it's not in a It was the most cry. like it
3: was, like it was so, like I just felt Part of so. How do her face stupid. doesn't move when she cries? Why is that? The fact that I would offend other people mm. or hurt other people was definitely not the intent, and that's what that's what got me the most. Mm. Is that I would have ever made anyone else upset? I'm always here. I've been through it. Yeah. I appreciate it a lot.
2: Ironically, that's how I react when I go to a restaurant and order a Coke, and they say they've only got Pepsi.
3: <laughs> Trending, oh, I know. Don't you hate we that? You. We... Just yeah. do gassy. Uh,
2: what about Kim yeah. Cattrall? Remember last week we were blaming her for the fact that there was not going to be Sex of the City three, the yes. movie. There was a suggestion that Kim would only sign if the movie house, the production company, were willing to sign off on a few of her own projects. So if they made her movies, she'd make. Sex in the City 3. Well, now Kim has turned on Sarah Jessica Parker and she has called Sarah Jessica Parker toxic and she has claimed diva behaviour when it comes to Sarah Jessica Parker. Now, I saw some of Sex in the City and I thought it was rubbish that those four women would get along so well. I think what we're now seeing is the real Sex in the City. <laughs>
3: Trending.
2: This is more like it. Four women that go to lunch, and then when they leave lunch, they all rubbish each other.
1: <laughs> For the latest trending now Anne and scoop and stuff at Hit Hobart. Tickets to the Can't movies next. This. Paul and Woody.
2: Can't touch this. Can't touch this.
0: This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Yeah, we'll out of here. Can't touch this.
1: 17 away from seven. Oh, whoa from r and Fridays. Oh, oh well, we've got three on iTunes now. It's Paul and Woody.
0: Spin right, 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 right. that
1: wheel. Stack of games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for tickets to the movies. Awesome. And I'll tell you what, given school holidays, oh, yeah. if you haven't been able to get through before...
2: This is the time to do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like get
1: ready 13, 12,
2: 16. Game. Heaps of games on the wheel. The game that spins up. Oh, is ooh. the game. It's a bit rickety, isn't
1: it? Yeah, well, it is very old.
2: Well, we got this one from Kim, didn't we? Who used to do breakfast on Triple T. Yes, she did. She was great. A good friend of ours. Yes. Big shout out.
1: She is. She still podcasts us. Does she really? Yeah, she does. Oh, that's
2: nice of her. Yeah. Get on your kid. Oh, I'll make it sound like she's dead. Bedbound or something. No, no, she's
1: not. She's like still got
2: all her faculties, hasn't
1: she? Well, as long as she hasn't had a couple, <laughs> she'd say that on air. Yeah, yeah She loves a yeah. drink, definitely. Um, Have you ever had a looser night than when we've gone out with Kim?
2: No, Kim knows how to party. Yes, and that's why we get along so well. The name of the game is What's My Age Again?
1: Oh, okay. So 13, 12, 16 in Hobart's easiest competition. So We're going to ask you three questions from your three answers. We're going to try and guess your age. If we can't, you're off to the movies. Let's do it. It's as simple as that. It's a quarter to seven. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit. 100.9.
0: This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Kiss Paul and Woody. It's
1: spin that wheel! Hi, Peter. Hello. We just spun the wheel stack of games on there, and up we spun.
2: Out, it was a Friday night In,
1: in Hobart's easiest competition, we're going <laughs> to ask you three questions from your three answers. We're going to try and guess your age. If we can't, you're off to the movies to see Happy Death Day. It's in cinemas October no. twelfth.
2: Cool. Okay, Peter. Can you remember something that you did as a kid when you were on school holidays?
1: Oh,
3: yep. I think.
2: <laughs> what, what was it?
3: Um. Oh no, you're testing me here.
2: Okay. No, this is all hints. This is all hints.
0: Um, I went to the circus.
2: Okay.
0: That was in Goodwood. Where the old fire station is now. Where the fire station is now.
2: Ah. Wow. Can I ask a follow-up question? Oh, you
1: always steal my questions. This is technically three questions now.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. It was all the one. This is all the one. Um, did I the circus so. have animals? That's what I was going to yes. ask. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. You can ask another one. No, you've stolen it. Yeah.
1: If we were going to go out on a chick date, what would we do? Cool. We'd go to the birdcage at the casino. Uh, interesting one as well. Well,
2: you can find Woody there most Saturday nights anyway. so. Will <laughs> they still hold a <laughs> table for you?
1: Yeah. I have a standing reservation. Yeah. It's in the toilet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, it's nearly over the porcelain.
1: <laughs> oh, on top of the bar.
2: Okay. Right. Well, this. All right. Just hold the line for a minute, Peter, because this has thrown me because. Why are
1: we having a chat about this? We normally just guess.
2: Yeah, but. I'm confused because I think Peter is younger than me. (laughs) Well, wouldn't. But I do remember animals at the circus. I
1: don't
2: know. Why don't you guess? Okay. Yep.
1: Peter, are you 35? No. I'm 31. Oh! I'm so sorry.
2: So it turns out she was older than me. Oh, that's
1: all right.
0: Oh, yes. get <laughs> out. Well done. You're off to the movie. Oh, you ain't here to party. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. And if it ends. Can we be friends?
1: Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. We take all your calls on 13, 12, 16. Yes, we
2: certainly won't filter you.
1: And Bev from Sandy Bay has called in. What's going on, Bev?
2: I am... Really, really worried and concerned about the welfare of our children. In Hobart? Yes. It's school holidays at the moment, in yeah. case you haven't noticed. Well, of course we have. And I have noticed an influx of irresponsible parents taking their children to places that they shouldn't be taking them. Like where?
1: Such like where, Bev? Places like shops
2: and restaurants. What? Now, I understand when school is in that occasionally a parent might have to take their snotty-nosed kid into a clothing store post 3.30 p.m., but I don't understand why I should be made to suffer these children... During normal hours. Suffer
1: because, Beth, they're children. Like a lot of the parents take for instance... They're... No, sorry, please don't walk over Excuse me. You, this take my for sh- instance
2: yesterday when I went to Country Road in Sandy Bay, oh, and God I went to pick up a blouse and a vase, and there were so many children in the store, and it was not even eleven a.m. Big deal. Well, would you like the children? And I've got these little kids around my feet and dragging their snotty noses from their elbows to their wrists. And I'm looking at the parents and I'm thinking, why have the school holidays become my issue?
1: They're, they're children. They are our next generation. Do you have kids? Have you ever I had, had kids? a
2: table. Question. I had a can table. I, can you answer the question? Booked for the Sandy Bay Ladies Tennis Luncheon at Pier 1 yesterday. And we walked in five minutes prior to our booking. And what did I see but a bloody playgroup.
1: Okay, what, what... What I'm asking well,
2: you... I, we've got parents with mostly mothers sitting there with their children in strollers. Yep. Uh, one of the children was, and how shall I say this, hanging from the teat. Oh, big. Okay, don't
1: you get me started so the on that. Oh, where would you like and her to we, feed her child? In the bathroom, Bev? Can you
2: please... No, am I allowed natural. to speak on my own... Sh- I've heard you interrupt people before, and I'm, I won't stand for it. I only rude people. The, I've got this, there's a child hanging from the teeth and there's another yeah. one sucking its thumb and handling the water glasses on other tables as well. And the ladies and I just turned around and we headed off and we decided not to have the lunch there. They might have and been happy for that. And for us.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Bev, they are children. It is school holidays. Can you answer my question? Do you have a child?
2: Well, yes, but my children are grown up and my children never behaved like that. My children learnt how to behave at boarding school.
1: Oh, Oh, someone else So I
2: won't have you criticise the manner in which I parented because I was a decent parent. Back in those days, you didn't need a licence to parent and that's exactly what you should have today. Oh, you
1: think you should have a licence to parent? Is Is that what you're saying? Yes. Are, are you really doing this right right now, Ben? These same people can get their dogs
2: knocked up in their backyard. Oh, in Places like West Mooner and Glenorchy and Claremont. Dumb. But when it comes to children, they shouldn't be treating them in the same fashion. And, I'm, uh. and I know that I'm the silent majority. Oh.
1: So let me get this right. Are you asking Hobart, one, should there be a, a licence to parent? In that case, I don't know who you would issue one to. Oh, that's
3: hideous. And
1: should kids be allowed out... During school holidays.
2: Well, yes, you're just repeating what I'm saying. But
1: that's what I'm trying to get clarity from you, Bev. Is that what you're asking Hobart on 13, 12, 16? Well, how much clearer do you need it? Oh, wow. Well, okay. yeah, I well, mean, have you,
2: got, have you got members of your workforce w- that have children in the office today? Because it sounds like you're very distracted.
1: Yes, they do have kids in the office because a lot kids. of people still work. And so yeah. a well, lot that,
2: of people... That, that must be why you're repeating yourself time and time again yeah, because it is a form like, of distraction. Well, that, uh, we're not I'm finding be you
1: incredibly cooked. rude, so I will throw yes. it out to Hobart if you're prepared to stick around and, and take calls because obviously I can't get a word out. So 13, 12, 16, if you'd like to have a chat with Bev about anything that she's said then yeah. and about parenting, give us a call on Hobart's hit 100.9. Are you still there, Bev? Yes, I am. Why do you keep asking? Oh, There's no need for it to be so hostile. We, That's what I don't get. Do we get what we deserve? Oh, we get
3: what we deserve.
0: This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Trending now at hit.com.au. two, three, four.
1: T-42. Kick back with a gin and tonic water side or enjoy a glass from their large and eclectic wine list. Not yet, Paul. You can't have one yet.
2: So I keep taking the lid off. All right, pop it back on, girls.
1: Kendall Jenner has broken down over her Pepsi commercial. If you missed this, it was banned. Mm. It was pretty controversial. It's basically, it's like a race riot, yeah?
2: Yeah, look, it was a suggestion that if there was any form of protest that involved police needing to get out the right gear, all you've got to do is uh, crack open a Pepsi and all parties are happy.
1: And she was, she was slayed and yeah. now she's spoken about it for the very first time with her big sis.
0: You know... But I just wish that you could see that there's light at the end of the tunnel.
2: Is that key, more Chloe? Yes. Yeah. And
0: that it will be okay if you're just like honest and open. Sometimes
2: it's hard mm-hmm. to
3: tell. I would never purposely hurt someone, ever. That's and I would obviously, if I knew that this was going to be the outcome, like I would have never done something like this. But you, you don't know when you're in the moment. And like, it was the most, like it was, like it was so like I just felt so stupid the fact that I would offend other people or hurt other people was definitely not the intent and that's what that's what got me the most is that I would have ever made anyone else upset I'm always here I've been through it I appreciate it a lot
2: I'm always here. I've been through it. What do you mean? I was in a fair (laughs) ad. Trending. She said that you don't know when you're in the moment. Was that ad live?
3: I
1: thought
2: that ad was produced. Did they do that ad live?
1: It was was (laughs) ad-libbed. It was actually a a documentary. It was a real... Was it
2: really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Look, I don't know how to handle this story. Yesterday, I felt for Beck Judd because she had to... Through a few stopovers while she flew from Melbourne to Ireland, but and she did
1: say she was sitting in her own filth. No, I don't. And I kind of felt like, well, c- try it in economy then. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean?
2: This time, she's revealed that she decided to use, wear flat shoes instead of high heels to the grand final, and it was not only for comfort, but it was in the event. I can't even believe I'm going to say this. Are you going
1: to cheer up? Cheer up again.
2: These no, these are her words. Okay. I think this this is going in a direction you're not going to expect. Okay. Oh, she no. wore flat shoes in case there was an act of terrorism.
1: She didn't say yeah, that. That's right. She
2: because the flat oh, shoes no. would enable her to run faster at the grand final.
1: I can't even, Paul. I can't ah. even. You know what was... Trending.
2: What? It's October 4. I oh, know it's not Christmas, but I think that'll do me for the year. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I'm checking out. It's
1: 22 to 8 on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody.
0: This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.
1: This is Phone Topic Roulette. We are going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. I wanted to dump the segment because it's school holidays. No, 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 And again, we don't know if there's anyone out there. But we're going to try and pitch some phone topics. You can join us at any time on 13, yep. 12, 16.
2: All right. Uh, first phone topic. Where do we stand on grown men with backpacks? They just don't sit well with me.
1: One of my best friends has a backpack. What's he got in there? He, I don't know. Like, half the time there's nothing in there. But well, he's right. just obsessed with it. He says it's in case he goes out and picks something up.
2: And pick something up.
1: Yeah, like if it goes to the supermarket or... He said it's just always handy to have. Or if he oh, wants to get a six-pack or
2: something. So, yeah. We'll just put it in a bag, a plastic bag, and carry it home. He oh. doesn't like that. We have a, a friend, a mutual friend, who is also a radio broadcaster and thought of quite highly within our organisation. And he's currently having his 30th birthday in Singapore. And he keeps posting photos of Singapore. He's got a backpack on the whole time.
1: What do you, you don't trust people with a backpack? Well, it's not like he's trekking
2: through the Himalayas. He's in Singapore. It's a city.
1: You really do worry yourself with other people's lives oh, too much. This,
2: grown men with back and the way that they tuck both of the straps over, okay. they this, tighten them up really tight.
1: Well, what do we think then, Hobart, about men with purses?
2: I don't mind a man bag
1: because yeah, you got a man purse, Paul. I don't so mind you,
2: that. Pop your phone in there, your so, keys. So
1: how can you your judge- money, your
2: passport? never know when you need to travel. But a full-blown backpack, I don't know. Am I the only one that goes, Ugh.
1: 13, 12, 16. Has an animal ruined your car?
3: Oh, yeah. We that, heard about the donkey
1: yeah, yeah. disaster this week. Um, a donkey the... yeah. thought a big bright orange sports car was a big, gigantic carrot.
2: Which makes no sense. And
1: it started eating the fender. It caused like $50,000 worth of damage. This car's worth half a million dollars. Half a million. The guy took the donkey to court. (laughs) Has to pay out. (laughs) But I want to know if an animal has ruined your car. Yes. I've uh, had labs for a lot of my life. I learnt the hard way. You do not leave a lab that's about 10 months old in the back of the car. For five minutes whilst I went to duck in. Even though had the windows down, it tore the whole back seat up. Like, ripped the, the upholstery phone, and all that? The upholstery, everything. Wow.
2: Yeah. Completely okay. ruined. 13,
1: 12, 16.
2: 13, 12, 16. Um, I want to know on 13, 12, 16, we post this question on our Facebook page because what do you think is that she's a big deal because she shares a birthday with Michael Jackson? I don't. You tell you... everyone I share a birthday with Michael Jackson.
1: Well, you share one with Kylie Minogue. Well, you
2: you forced that out of me. I want to know if you're a big deal because you share a birthday with a celebrity and the celebrity can be as obscure as you want.
1: 13, 12, 16. Have you ever dated someone only to find out they were dating more than one person at a time?
3: I'm wondering oh, if there's right. anyone in
1: Hobart that's conducted their own bachelorette or bachelor but just haven't told the others they were contestants.
2: Oh, like how many do you have on the go at the, at same, the same time? At the same time. Do you have to disclose that information? you
1: do. If you start seeing someone, I believe that it's implied that you're both single and that you're both interested. Not that, say, for instance, you're dating three or four other women. I think you've got to disclose that.
2: Okay, follow-up question then, 13, 12, 16. How does exclusivity work? Does there need to be a mandatory exclusivity conversation? Yes,
1: I think it should be implied from the very So you beginning.
2: think it should be implied from how long? If you like?
1: ask me out for... Ugh. You someone else. Yeah. Right. If Murph asked me out for a
2: date... God, you put Murph above me. Okay, yeah.
1: I would assume that he wasn't dating anyone else.
2: What, even just for a date?
1: Yes. Oh, what? So he has, what, dinner with Joe Palmer one night? Um, he's got...
2: This hypothetical's but, gone too far. <laughs> None of this is real, guys. We're just throwing some names around. She tried to make her point that she found Murph more attractive than me. It was a gag about age and mustaches She's not saying that he went on a date with Joe Palmer, who's happily married and has children. <laughs> no calls <Okay>. today. <laughs> as far <laughs> as we know. <laughs> oh, no,
1: no, we're just Woody. having a laugh. He report point nine.
0: Sometimes you got to drink about somebody. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Kiss somebody like you.
1: Twelve away from eight. Wanna kiss somebody On Her butts Hit 100.9, Paul and Woody, Inside 5, you could be going to R&B Fridays Live.
2: Look, I, um, I've copied a lot of criticism and I just really need to clear a few things up. I'm not having a go at the Taz police. Yes, you are. No, I love the Taz police. I think they do a fantastic job. They do a wonderful job. They're marvellous people. Is this
1: because after your rant yesterday, they pulled you over and did a body search? Yeah,
2: and that's fine. That's alright. <laughs> that's fine. Um, and it turned out it wasn't the TAS police. I got tricked again. <laughs> okay? I got tricked. It was a couple of school kids on school holidays. Okay. And they tricked me. And it should have been a giveaway. They were on skateboards, but I got tricked. My gripe with the TAS police is that they're too busy mucking around on Facebook, cracking gags. They're
1: having fun. And and I think it's a great way to get their message across because it's a high-pressure job that they do. Look,
2: don't get me wrong. I love the Christmas Eve post about there's traffic congestion in the sky, big fat guy in a red suit, that sort of stuff. Love it.
1: Why'd the emu cross the road? Because when an emu was on the loose on Lauderdale Uh, in Lauderdale, that was hilarious. Emu
2: gags. And then with the Elton John, it was the tipping point. It was, can you feel the love tonight? Elton John playing at the deck. Um, Don't be worried. If you get caught in traffic, you'll still be standing. It doesn't matter who's in the car with you. Daniel, your brother. Um,
1: It was very good. Circle of life. They were trying to decrease road rage. Yeah, yeah.
2: It was terrible driving. It was puns.
1: It was puns. I don't think they're always joking around, Paul. They're like always they're...
2: joking around, yeah. and I've got it on pretty good authority that it's a 24-7 thing How? down there at Police HQ. Because we've got a police scanner.
1: You are, you're not meant to well, know that.
2: Are we allowed to say that we got the police scanner from the TV station? No. Okay, well, we won't say that then. Okay. But I've got my hands on a police scanner. But then why scanner. did you just say that? Well, I didn't say it. I, didn't mention I thought the you'd station. been
1: fiddling all morning.
2: If you don't mind oh, having God, me that's... just plug this in, I'm just going to tweak my knob just a little bit yeah. and we're going to tap into what's going on on the TAS police scanner and we'll see if it's just all shit and giggles Uh, Attention all units how do you know when a cop needs a holiday every Tuesday he insists it's his turn to be the siren um yeah I've got one how does a policeman go fishing he catches one fish and then beats the crap
3: out of it. So that fish tells him where the other fish
2: are. Mm-hmm. How do you know when a cop needs a holiday? He wants to transfer to the K-9 unit because he thinks he looks good in a collar. Yeah, report coming through. A child on the Brooker near Moona has approached an officer saying, I've lost my dad. The officer asked him what's he like. The child responded we likes beer and women. <laughs> Eunice, How do you know when a cop needs a holiday? He keeps asking if his bulletproof vest makes his bum look big. Yeah, I got one. Um I remember um I was running a course at the police academy, and I was telling a recruit that he'll be faced with some difficult issues. For instance, what would he do if he had to arrest his mother? And the recruit responded, I'd probably call for backup.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.
2: Get up with Paul and Woody.
0: The Monopoly game is back at Mackers, and one in five instantly win.
1: Everyone's having a laugh behind the scenes because huh. they're calling it Fat Dog versus Dad Bod,
2: which I think's disrespectful. It is
1: completely disrespectful. My dog isn't fat. I mean, you have no, a. No, dad... it's disrespectful
2: oh. to me because I don't have a dad bod.
1: Yeah, kind of do. No, I don't. No, you do. No, I... You've been working on it oh. for years before. Melissa even became pregnant. <laughs> I can't have a dead bod
2: until the baby arrives. Um, and I'm I'm at that age where men put on a whole lot of weight up top but have spindly legs.
1: <laughs> yes, you're one of those. But this is what happened. This was suggested by our live streamers up at Hit Hobart because yeah. you have been slaying my dog for the best part of a month now because you yeah. think he's a fat dog. He is a fat dog. He's, he's over- overweight.
2: We did the math. Dead bod.
1: D- bod. Your dad dog. bod.
2: Dead bod, dead bod. Your fat dog is 11% overweight.
1: Well, let's weigh you in, shall we? No, we don't need you. To no, do that. How about we bring the scales in? No, we we may need a crane for you.
2: Oh, I'm sick and tired of you making jokes about having to cut the side of my house out so I can <laughs> participate in this race.
1: So, it was suggested by our live streamers that you take on what people are calling my fat dog. Yeah. And that will happen and you could score a crap pack. Just for being a part of it. Not you. Oh, you're not Hobart. making people bet on yeah. the race. You're going to be able to bet on the race. That's coming up inside 20. Okay. We've also got $100 cash. Are you wrong? You nearly fell off your chair there, Dad Bod.
2: Did you just break fine. the chair? Can you please stop having people bring food in? I don't need to eat every 10 minutes. <laughs> but pop that back in the fridge because I will eat that. It's
1: full of Have you got that,
2: but with coconut? Before. <laughs>
0: this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Fat dog
1: versus dad bod is coming up on Hobart's Hit 100.9. So disrespectful. Paul and Woody.
2: This is really disrespectful. (laughs) In the meantime... And um, you can also
1: score a $200 crap pack just by betting on the race. What's this?
2: The girls are saying it's the race that stops the station. I think we're all getting ahead of ourselves, guys. Uh, Look, in the meantime, can I talk about people getting out of work? Yes. Because we're hearing some great stories from people right around Hobart who turn up to work but don't do any work. It's
1: that time of the year, though, because I've always hated how the public holidays aren't spread out. That's if you're uh, lucky yeah. to get We're on a stretch now. You're on a stretch, and the next yeah. one is show day. But show that's day. a big, yeah. long stretch.
2: Yeah, I got an email from some flog in New South Wales saying, Hi there, Paul. Hope you enjoyed the long weekend. I
1: got one of those too, but mine was from Melbourne. Uh, I know.
2: We don't have one. Because, let me get this straight. So Melbourne got Friday, and then Sydney got Monday. Yes. Uh,
1: There's a real trick in an art, I think, to looking as though you're busy. Being present but not working. Well, there's a bloke
2: that works here, and all he does is work... He walks around the office, like, with a blue uh, 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 Blackberry. He's always got the Blackberry, and he's always got, like, a pile of papers under his arm. I've never seen him turn his computer on.
1: you're not supposed to be (laughs) singling people out. No, honestly,
2: the guy went on annual leave. I didn't even know.
1: Paul,
3: Stop!
2: This is how people are getting away with being at work but not so doing you work. So you've got to be seen. You've got to be seen. Oh, yeah, you got to check in at, like, nine. Yeah, yeah. But then you've got to find some way to get through eight and a half hours without actually doing any work. See,
1: in an older job I had, I used to, I'd have my own office. And so oh. I'd make sure I was seen and I'd go around and say hi to everyone. Great. And then about two hours into the day, I'd get a bit tired. Yeah. So I'd lock my office door. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I would crawl under. Out- i am so bad. I'd crawl under the desk, and I'd have a snooze. This
2: is excellent. And
1: I'd be woken up to, "Are you in there?" Yeah. Hello? Are you in there? And I'd have to, I'd have drool coming out the side of my mouth. Oh wow! I'd have to be quickly doing yeah, my yeah, hair. Yeah. And I oh sorry, I was just in a, on a private conversation. Is what I'd have to say. But I got busted once when I, <laughs> I woke myself up snoring, and other people could hear me oh snoring. Oh my up to god. My
2: desk.
1: <laughs> What about the, um, it's, it's a, the bloke
2: that we work with that walks around on his tippy-toes and tells you how busy he is? To,
1: again, you were signalling No, that's another out. thing
2: you can do. No, always say, oh, God, flat chat today. I am absolutely up against it. And if you do that for about eight and a half hours, you can leave and go home and have your dinner and you've not worked at all.
1: If you would like to add to it on 13, 12, 16, we'd like to know how you've got out of work. This is a really bad one. One guy that I know said his auntie had died. So oh people went soft god. on him. Oh, oh so no. he still shut up to work, but people were going soft on him. And weren't, weren't giving him any work. The problem was it was a fictitious auntie. So what he does when he starts a new job is he invents characters. Oh my his god. Wife. And then he kills And by the time off. that
2: he leaves the job, he's got all these urns on his desk. Oh, it was auntie and that's grandma and that was my uncle Mike.
1: Peter, are you like some of the people around this office at Amen. all? Don't me. I go hide in the freezer so I don't have to serve any customers. <laughs> Those
3: works.
2: <laughs> now, I'm hoping it's oh, a I butcher's, not a mortuary. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9. You can add to it on 1312.16. This
0: is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. <laughs> What about us? What about us? What about us?
1: Fat Dog V Dad Bod is coming up on Hobart's Hit 100.9. It is a world exclusive and a radio first. I just
2: find it really disrespectful because I've never made any comments about your weight.
1: You have? You told me I have a fat back. You You told me me. that I should get a bigger push-up bra. You've also called my dog fat. You've called kids fat.
2: You're a fat shamer. I also... Um, revealed on air where you get your st- your tash done.
1: Yeah, and today earlier when I said I'd shaved my legs for the first time in months this week, you said was at the back as well.
2: So I didn't ask you. F- I meant the back of the legs. Not no, your, you didn't. Because then you proceeded. Not your back. I think there's something wrong with my microphone. It keeps doing things. It's Paul
0: and Woody. let fight on hits. Paul and Woody. Oh, finally, we're about to find the superior side of the Newlands. This is your of Origin. Live the dream what? at DJU's
2: vehicles. Why have you got people on our Facebook page betting on whether or not <laughs> I can beat a dog in a foot race? Where did you get the photo of me from?
1: Melissa, your much younger girlfriend in the That's a
2: private photo. Of our
1: show, baby. You are simulating, like you've got a fake baby in a um, vest. And is that Kmart?
2: I think you'll find it's Kingston Big W. And
1: your um, stomach's a little bit exposed. That's horrible. Anyway. I didn't
2: so I didn't give permission for that photo.
1: Right now, we have to give away hundred dollars cash. Have you
3: heard about the lonesome loser? Back
1: from the eastern side of the bridge, we have uh, Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi, Heather. You there, Heather? Hi, Sam. There
2: you are. Okay, Heather. Heather. Hello,
1: Heather. Hey Woody! Oh, we there we go.
2: You. We got Heather. Oh, okay, <laughs> Heather, your buzzer is east. Um, good luck. And oh, Sam, you're playing for my side, the Western side, the in side. G'day, Sam. How are you? There we go. We got full mobile coverage over here. This but never obviously...
1: happens with Baby Burgess or Grant Denya or. Mm. What Was one that did Soul of the century.
2: Um, Tony Barber. Oh God, that's an old reference. Um, Glen Ridge.
1: Yeah, Glen Ridge. All right, okay, we'll we got that one.
2: Okay, it's a best of three questions. Lazy, lazy. It's a lazy Wednesday. Oh. I'm so sorry. He's been
1: working on his dad bod.
2: I'm so sorry. I'm trying to do sit ups whilst I'm doing this segment. Uh, Sam, your buzzer is west. Heather, your buzzer is east. It's a first to buzz in. Best of three questions. Woody will read the questions. There's a hunchy on the line.
1: In which mountain I- mountain range is Mount Everest? <laughs> Himalayas. Which country oh, has? <laughs> which country has the largest population? East. Yes, West. East. China. Kyla. Well correct.
2: Uh, Heather's on the board.
1: What are baby goats called? West. East. Yes. West
2: was first. Sam.
1: Kids.
2: Correct. We need a tiebreaker. Woods.
1: The collective noun for a group of lions is a what? West. Yes, West. West. West was
2: first. Sam. Pride. Pride oh, is correct oh, too. <laughs> oh,
1: it was a good one, wasn't it? Only just! I'll
2: well. admit, I felt that Heather's phone line held her back a little bit. Yeah, so I So there's do nothing it. to be ashamed of for
1: that loss. Don't worry, Heather. You'll be <laughs> back tomorrow. All right, thanks, guys. But congratulations to you, Sam from the West Side, taking home the $100 cash.
0: This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Wish you well.
1: 12 at the top with a couple of showers. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. Coming up inside 10, it's Fat Dog v Dad Bod. This
2: is so disrespectful.
1: Coming up. You started
2: no, this. No, the dog no. is fat. The dog's fat. Okay, it's so 11% are you 11% overweight, but I don't think I am. Dad Bod. Don't Dead call
1: bod. me. We, we were going to weigh you, but you broke the scales. We had to get five horrible. people to lift you up to sit you on them.
2: <laughs> Hang on. What are you. One no. of the, the girls. Dick. De- that, can you not do that every time I walk backwards one of the girls have written something Yeah, uh, she wanted to bring in some of those scales that actually reads out how much you weigh but she was frightened it would say one at a time please <laughs> that is
1: disrespectful oh, that's some of your best gear ever there is a $200 oh. crap pack on the line for you Hobart for betting on this race, and we'll tell you more in just a ticket. It's Fallen Woods.
0: This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. What a hit! Good-
1: Thirteen away from nine on Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, we have got a $200 crap pack to give away in. You dog. Dad, what you gonna do? what you gonna do?
2: You? Dad,
1: dog. What you gonna do, what you gonna do when he's you? Dad, <laughs> I mean, fat dog will be taking on Dad bod, who is Paul. We'll be broadcasting it live from 5:30. Now you can get your votes in. You can back a winner for that $200 crap pack which is basically just a whole heap of promotional stuff we have from movie tickets to CDs to books. Everything's in there.
2: Yeah, yeah. we don't want to say what it really is, leftovers.
1: 13, 12, 16. You can also add your vote. You know, back one. Is it going to be Fat Dog, My Dog, or Paul that wins a running race? And this was suggested by Hobart, and thank you for it, because for the best part of a month, you have been slaying my dog, my baby, beautiful Sarge, Mm. who, you know, is an emotional eater. He's overweight. Okay, Dad Bog.
2: He's 11% we haven't overweight. We would not
1: be able to weigh you. We can not have a crane big enough.
2: <laughs> Why did they bring in the pet scales? That's <laughs> horrible. This is
1: in retaliation to some of the stuff you've said about my dog over the last month.
2: But if you can't feel the dog's ribs, well, then it's a like little it. bit of over- Yeah, but how hard are you pressing? I mean, you're playing oh, well, him well, like he's the bagpipes, the poor little fella. <laughs>
1: <laughs> drop it, is it over?
2: true that the only <laughs> stick your dog will fetch is a musk stick?
1: <laughs> he'd be at home now. No, he wouldn't be able radio. to hear you.
2: He'd have the microwave on. Pop tarts.
1: <laughs> he's not that fat. Dad your dog's pod. so
2: fat that when he asks for a bone, he wants it with gravy. If you can't feel his ribs, he's well, fat. I can. Can't feel his ribs. The only ribs you can feel are ones that he likes to eat with some mashed potatoes.
1: <laughs> oh, crack yourself up!
2: I don't know if they do bras for dogs. Uh, I, could, okay. I could jump on the website, but it'd be good to get your dog a sports bra. Can
1: you? Because I saw
2: him running towards me at Seven Mile Beach one day. I thought it was Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I just have suspicion of your dog at home by itself with an apron and a little chef's hat. You got a fat dog, fat dog. Is it true that you've started to hand feed him whilst he's on his back?
1: Okay, can you just stop this? This is ridiculous.
2: He's a fatty
1: Batman.
2: <laughs> you don't know when people are trying to help you. That's your problem. Oh, go easy on her. She's got a fat dog.
1: So today you will be taking on my dog in a running race. Okay. Because you somehow stupidly believe you could beat him in a race. I still think I can. He is a dog. He is a canine. Um, Can I give you some of the votes already up at Hit Hobart? People are either voting on dad bod or fat dog. Great. Except for one woman who wants to call it a plus size dog, which I love to be politically correct. That is lovely. that is nice.
2: That's nice. Um, You can
1: add your vote, 13, 12, 16, back a winner. Yep. Definitely fat dog, dad bod, fat dog, plus size dog. $5 on fat dog. If there is food at the finish line, says Paul. Or $5 on Paul if Kmart is at the finishing line. (laughs) People are literally just writing fat dog or dad bod, which I'm loving. Sarge all the way. Go fat dog. There's a lot of
2: support for fat dog.
1: Fat there is. Paul finally has an excuse to have the dad bod, says Shell.
2: Oh, that's horrible.
1: Oh, that's horrible. You've been fat shaming animals for a month. Uh, Fat dog, fat dog, fat dog. There's a lot of late love for fat dog. Now, just by backing the winner, you could score that $200 crap pack on 13, 12, 16, or up at Hit Hobart as well.
2: And Jessica, you're not funny when you write to us on our Facebook page. The only support Paul needs is in the form of a man bra. (laughs) That is not.
1: It will be broadcast live as we drive you home between 4 and 6. The Savo for Hamish and Andy, local and live.
0: This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Paula Moody on Hobart's hit, 100.9. Mason's
1: up next with the most commercial-free hits in Hobart and your next chance to get on our R&B Friday's live standby list. Someone from Hobart will be going by the end of the week.
2: Fat dog. Dad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when bigger than you? What you gonna do? What you gonna do bigger than you?
1: Yeah, you've been slaying my poor baby Sarge for the best part of a month, saying he's fat. You've been fat shaming him. You even set off the cuff that you could beat him in a foot race, which yes. is ridiculous. So let's yes. test it then, because you've got Can a dad bod. I don't have a dad bod. So the dad bod's going to be taking on the fat dog.
2: I think the dad bod will beat the fat dog. I'm feeling very confident about this. And if
1: you want to back either fat dog or dad bod, 13, 12, 16 are up at hit, hope. But we've had so many people backing either fat dog or dad bod. So, what is
2: it looking like? For now? like a
1: $200 crap pack. Mace, how are we going with those votes? Yeah, t-
2: uh, calculating them all, on average, about 72% think that uh, dad bod will lose. Oh! <laughs> I thought I had 72% support.
1: You're going up against a canine dead bod.
2: No. Two legs better than four legs. We're going to have to wheel
1: you there, aren't we? I'm just Back. shocked
2: at this photo on Facebook. I don't know how I feel about Paul holding it while a fake child, but imagine a real child. No, he's trying was... to
1: breastfeed it. Okay,
2: that photo was taken from my personal... No, that's, that's,
1: he's not breastfeeding it, it's just his moves are getting in the way. <laughs> Can you not call them moobs, please? <laughs> Do you need to borrow a training bra? No, this is horrible because just... that was
2: taken from my personal Facebook page. Oh okay? I'm like
1: you haven't done that to other people. You stalk no. every woman I know in their Hawaii pics.
2: Yes, that's for the show. No,
1: for what show? What what are we talking for this
2: show? No, you watch. I'm gonna run for all the dad mods <laughs> out there. Okay? Alright, and maybe I'll have to waddle.
1: You will be waddling to the finish You'll be and rolling,
2: will... mate. You'll be rolling.
1: There's no can we bro- make it downhill so he can just roll all the way that down? That's horrible. That
2: is- and for those people that have told me that I'm a roly poly model. <laughs> I'm a role model. Are we, get a, are we going to get a Krispy Kreme on a fishing line and hold it in front of him so he can run? <laughs> That's shaming.
3: Oh my that,
1: god!
2: That is.
1: If you would like to back either Dadboard or Fat Dog for uh, the $200 crap pack, we'll be broadcasting this live as we drive you home between four and six. At the Savo, so we hope you can join us. Now, I tell you what. What? I'm oh, gonna... sorry, I can't hear you with the cream bun in your mouth. Can you just? Oh. <laughs> I'm carb-loading, guys. I'm carb-loading. been doing that for about four years, mate. I'm
0: tapering. <laughs> you guys suck. Uh- this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.